This is the Got Gains Podcast, the solution for skinny men who want to lose that last layer of belly fats and build lean muscle mass. Tap in for the solution to everything else, fitness, faith, and more. Let's get into it. So we're talking about the six pillars of self-esteem. And it was something that really came of importance as I was reading this book later in the past week or so. And really, it was just talking about six pillars of being the best self, being the best individual that one can be in life. And the first pillar was assertiveness. And assertiveness, how can we how can we say no to the things that aren't going to be the most helpful to us in the long term? That's the one question I got from just being assertive in of itself. It really is a small question when you look at it. However, it gave me some insight on just saying no to the things that aren't really serving us. Whether it's developing more self-control and saying no to the fast food culture, like I was talking about in the episode of the previous podcast, and really just say no to the, those kinds of foods that aren't typically adding as fuel towards giving the body the, the nutritional quality it needs to actually grow and develop and grow all together. How can we say no to the things that aren't really helping us? Not even in just in fitness, but even in life in itself. If you're trying to look in, if you're going into the the health department, you're looking to be an engineer. Saying no to the things that aren't going to actually help you on that path towards getting there is really, really important. And that's exactly what being assertive has taught me in that book. Now on to the second pillar, which is acceptance. And acceptance now is really all about accepting the current circumstance that we are in and what can I do to best optimize the current position that I'm in. Whether you're not financially there yet or whether you're not spiritually there yet or whether you're not mentally, emotionally where you ideally want to be in your current day, day-to-day life, right? It's, well, how can I first quickly quickly accept that I am a, a byproduct, I'm a result of where I am today? How can I just quickly accept that and come to terms with it instead of relying back, living back and reflecting onto the past? Reflecting on the past and what, what could I have done in the past to make things different? Because the last time I checked, the past is the past, right? And you know, there's, no, there's no going back. There's no reflecting on past terms or what, what happened ideally in the past, right? Whether it's relationships-wise or whether it's lack of accomplishment or coming into terms in your fitness, it really is just accepting things the way that they are for what they are exactly. Now I was looking forward. Well, what can I do to best optimize the scenario right now? Is it looking into my current habits that aren't that aren't helping me grow? Whether it's limiting fast food, whether it's maybe taking the first five to ten minutes in the morning to position myself first, put myself first, so I can better optimize my day with better structure, better workflow. I mean, these are definitely small, simple things that are of a huge importance. And jumping into the third pillar which is awareness. Now, this is a pillar that I typically hold close simply because I like to talk about awareness here and there, which I talked about on you know other areas of my content. But being aware in general, being aware of what we're doing in the present moment, being aware that, oh, we're, we're in a grocery aisle and we're looking at foods to pick up instead of you know, <laughs> picking up the bag of chips, you know, or picking up that tub of ice cream that we know it's not going to help us lose that last layer of belly fat, we can then begin to think, well, you know, what, what can I pick up right now that's going to best help me achieve my goal? Maybe I don't need to have this ice cream now. Because ideally, it's not that we have to cut ice cream out of our lives, per se. But the idea of the six pillars of self-esteem, but we're talking about awareness now, was really just to get us to think, well, 
how can I become more fixated, become more present in the moment to make the, to make the best action possible to give me the result I want to see for weight loss, for building muscle, primarily for weight loss, you know, being in a near 10% deficit to start is just really important. So it really comes down to dialing in the nutrition, the nutrition part of your game and what that exactly is like so it's, it's going to the store really you know picking up the right foods really it's well i gotta put down the bag of chips because if i buy this bag of chips not only am i gonna tear open the bag and deplete it within the next hour after i get home but i may gain an extra pound or two as a result of it maybe half a pound ideally and that just fuels the fire so we don't want to feel the fire but what we want to do is do the exact opposite maybe add on logs to the fire right to cool off the fire. That's ideally what we want to really do. Now for the fourth pillar of self-esteem. Is living responsibly. And self-responsibility is really important too. Not, not not as much as I was personally talking about on awareness. But responsibility is important to an extent. You know in a way it's, it's like acts as accountability. It acts in that perspective of how can I be more responsible to being in a calorie deficit, you know, it's never easy starting out ideally because then learning to to eat less, especially when the body wants and demands more, it's not an easy thing, and it requires a, a great deal of willpower to say no. And saying no, what we talked about was being a more assertive, right? Is one of the six pillars of self esteem, and you know, being responsible is looking internally, then maybe even externally, and looking well is what I'm what I'm currently doing now. You know, is it going to really help me get what I want to achieve because you know I've known individuals who may have been overweight and they may have been struggling with it for years and it's due to the fact that maybe they're not embodying you know being more assertive or saying no or maybe it's not they're, they're not holding enough responsibility on the health side of their life and we look at things like this self-responsibility it's a really a, it's a byproduct of how we act in alignment to this character that we want to be and this, this character that we want to be is it in the, is this individual kind of fat is it the individual somewhat skinny is individual does he have financial gains financial status is he, is he in a relationship and at the moment you know and self-responsibility is what leads us to this character that we so desire to become and it's often a core trait that may seem somewhat under the low or not as relevant or not as big as other core traits like per se you know, um, integrity, but I find that self-responsibility is just as important because it's just as important to make sure that an individual eats the specific number of calories they need to gain total your deficit. It's what self-responsibility does, and that's how it plays its own part towards weight loss in a whole sense. Staying in a deficit, not over-snacking or mindlessly consuming additional calories, while you continue to burn more calories every single day that's the whole game of it and that's the fourth pillar of self-esteem and we we jump into the fifth pillar of self-esteem we jump into the fifth pillar which is exactly living purposefully now what does it mean to live purposefully and you know for without vision the people perish there's an exact scripture in the bible and was talking about in relation to living purposely you know what is the, what is purpose exactly but what is the purpose that you want to achieve for yourself in pertaining to your health is it generational health is it to be the first in your family that has visible six packs is it to be the first in your family that actually takes their health more seriously or seriously enough to avoid further health complications that could potentially end you up in the hospital i mean 
it's look at what living purposely could mean in relation to just that in itself. Living purposefully to me means living a life that that only leans into the direction that I so desire want to put myself into and have an impact in that area and help others achieve more in that area. Right? Not only is it doing what I am called to do by living purposely, but by living purposefully, we hold a sense of value, we hold a sense of trust, we hold a sense of urgency. And through purpose is what we can then begin to lean into to become the best selves that we can truly begin to become. And that all comes with living purposefully, living just, living right. And embodying all five of these traits of integrity, we're going to be jumping into the six soon enough. It's really, I'm finding it more, it's really about being more, being more carefree, being more true, being more true to myself. Because not being true to myself is not living purposefully, it's living for someone else. And it's living a life that is not a reflection of who you are who you are internally, who you are externally. And it really is everything to an extent. And that's the five pillars of self-esteem. Now, the sixth pillar that I find to be the most important and I'm still looking to embody today and I have not yet, I have yet to master it. And it is integrity. And it also talks about with integrity comes being conscious, being extremely conscious. And in the whole sense of integrity, what I've learned to understand about integrity is that integrity is all about staying true to your word, staying true to your ground. It's having conviction behind the words that come out of your that come out of one's mouth and following through with it exactly. And a lack of integrity leads to a lack of trust. And a lack of trust leads to a lack or rather an inability to perform or execute on a similar task in the near to near future. By near to near future, I can I can mean the next day, the next week, the next month even. So by learning to stay integral, by learning to consistently hold your ground, look, I get it. We all aren't perfect, right? We're all human. We all make mistakes from time to time, right? But at the end of the day, it's not really so much of an excuse as to why I'm still overweight, as to why I still can't fit the medium-sized tees. I still can't. My, my tees don't correctly fit the way that I want them to fit. Integrity is exactly what holds the glue together, right? And by staying integral, by even writing it down visibly, even in a journal per se, right? I'm going to do this at this specific time. I'm going to do cardio in the morning at 8 a.m. in the morning. I'm not going to miss. Well, you've written that down, maybe hopefully physically or even so mentally, then you fail to execute in the next morning. At least to a lack of integrity. And then this continuous compound of, of telling oneself, even telling yourself that I'm going to do this, and then you inevitably know that you failed to, you won't even then begin to even do the task, even though you've clearly stated so in your mind, but you then not, then you fail to execute upon that. And that's where the compounding really begins. When telling oneself, I'm going to do, I'm going to do my first round of cardio in the morning, then do strength training right after. And then the next day comes around the corner and you don't get in the gym, you don't get outside and get the cardio, get the steps in. Then the, then the, compounding of that self-talk begins to flow then this integrity one will not be able to fully embody because they keep continually telling themselves i'm going to do something but fail to adhere and literally stick to what they said and that's all integrity is in a nutshell sticking to your word regardless of how you feel sticking to your word regardless of what's going on in your life sticking to your word regardless of those around you 
those are the six pillars of self-esteem and how I've my perception of it and why I think it's important for each and every single one of us to embody it. That's it for the episode of this podcast. Those of you that have tuned in, be sure to share and support this podcast. Share with a friend or family or a coworker or more, somebody who you think would benefit from tuning into this podcast.